Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of the show. Welcome, Outcast. How's it going, weirdo? Welcome to the big show. Look at this, Davos, man. Hey, man. Dennis Miller here, man. You got that Klaus Anal Schwab, man. Kissinger and the boys, I'm telling you, man. Over there in Davos, revealing building blocks for green social credit system, man. Ouch. This morning on one of the WEF, that's World Economic Forum's live stream panels, Ali Baba Holdings President Michael Evans claimed that the company is working on an app that could track an individual user's carbon footprint. The former Goldman Sachs vice, vice chairman told the audience of Strategic Outlook Responsible Consumption Panel, oh boy, quote, we're developing through technology an ability for consumers to measure their own carbon footprint. What does that mean? That's where we're traveling, how they're traveling, what they're eating, what they're consuming on our platform. An individual carbon footprint tracker. What they are consuming on our platform. Who made you the landlord of this flat plane? What do you mean, your platform? Now, to clarify, Evans was only talking about Alibaba's platform, but that's a pretty big platform. The Chinese company is the second largest e-commerce company in the world after Amazon with revenues in excess of 715 billion yuan, which is over 110 million in U.S. dollars. They are not just an e-commerce platform. Through their financial and technological service companies, Alibaba runs the largest domain name market, email provider, and cloud storage services in China, and the largest payment platform in the world. So this is where it's going. Essentially, in China, if you want to pay for something on the Internet, you're probably going to use Alibaba or Alibaba. Alkazam. If you want to order something online from a small business... You're going to use it. If you want to sell your stuff secondhand, you're going to use it. If you want to register a domain, go to the pharmacy, check into a hospital, send an email, you get the drift. And that's where all of this is going. It's a one-world order, baby. It's going to happen. Nothing is stopping it now. Don't think getting uh, Trump back in office is going to help you out. Actually, I do hope Trump does get back in office because I would love to see him initiate Operation Warp Speed Part two, where he invents three different vaccines for the monkeypox. Tremendous vaccines we've got here. Operation Warp Speed, part two, monkeypox. I went down to the local Bronx Zoo with some Pfizer executives. We extracted some DNA from a monkey's ass. Came up with a great vaccine that's available. It's tremendous. You should take it. The WHO treaty is tied to a global digital passport and ID system. See? The WHO recently announced plans for an international pandemic treaty tied to a digital passport and a digital ID system. Meeting back in December 2021 in a special session for only the second time since the WHO's founding in 1948, the Health Assembly of the WHO 
adopted a single decision entitled The World Together. The WHO plans to finalize the treaty in 2024. It will aim to shift governing authority now reserved to sovereign states to the WHO during a pandemic by legally binding member states to the WHO's revised international health regulations. In January of this year, the United States submitted proposed amendments to the 2005 international health regulations, which bind all 194 UN member states which the WHO Director General accepted and forwarded to the other member states. What does all this mean in English? The World Health Organization is going to circumvent the Constitution. If they dictate, for example, that you have to get a, mon a monkeypox injection, you have to. They'll be able to mandate it because they become the law of the land on the flat plain over all 194 UN member states. If you don't think this is the beginning of the fulfillment of the book of Revelation, you, my friend, are not paying attention. The proposed amendments include, among other things, the following, among the changes to who will no longer need to consult with a state or attempt to obtain verification from the state where a reported event of concern is allegedly occurring before taking action on the basis of the report. They will put, in essence, they'll become the governing body. World government. And it's already happening in Iran. Iran is rolling out digital bread rationing biometric IDs. Iran has announced that they'll be rolling out what they call digital coupons to ration bread to its citizens as it cuts back bread subsidies, which the country's president says are being wasted. The government will offer citizens digital coupons that will allow them to access limited amounts of bread at subsidized prices, while the rest will be available at market prices. This according to FBN Global News. The food rationing can become enforced via Iran's biometric national identity card which started phasing in back in 2015. The news outlet noted that many cash-strapped Iranians have come to rely on Iran's food subsidy program. Indeed, one agricultural researcher has pointed out that for 50% of Iran, that means 50% live below the poverty line. So buying at market rates is not an option. So it's not an opt-in system. It's use it or starve. And that's where the world is heading. Everything just repeats itself. I remember when Omicron became the fearful variant about six months ago. And we go back in time and we discover that there was actually a movie called Omicron released in the early 60s about aliens, injections, and mutated DNA. Just a coincidence. And now we got monkey pox. Go back to 1985. There was a movie that came out called Outbreak. It's a virus, at least in the movie, which causes a deadly fever. It's a monkey pox discovered in the African jungle to keep the virus a secret. According to the plot, U.S. Army officers destroy the camp where the soldiers were infected. 
28 years later, a virologist is sent to investigate an outbreak in Zaire. And what do you know? Monkeypox. A monkey was the host of the virus smuggled into the country. Movie starring Dustin Hoffman, Rene Russo, and Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Uh-oh. Monkeypox. Yeah. Uh-oh. Rain Man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. Got the pox. Pox. Uh-oh. Pox. We'll talk a little bit about the book, if you don't mind. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh, look. It's, uh, it's Alec Baldwin. No. It's Alec Baldwin. Excuse me. Excuse me. I want to talk about listeners writing in and asking me questions about the book. A female listener has been emailing me the last couple of days asking me about True North, Magnetic North. And I've been telling her over and over, I don't care. I don't care. But she keeps asking. So I sent her to spam. I don't care where true magnetic north is. I don't care what they say. Do your own research. I wrote the book. Get the book. Buy the book. Don't buy the book. Buy a hundred copies. Burn them. I don't care. I don't care. Stop emailing me. Stop it. Thank you. <laughs> Actually... There has been a listener last couple of days. It, it, the realization hit me. Most people don't want to know. They just want to bug me. And that bugs me. They'll ask a question. Well, where is true magnetic north on the flat earth? It apparently is moving so the earth is round. You figure it out. I wrote the book. It took a year. Read the book. If it's not in the book, you figure it out. I don't have all your answers. What am I, the show answer man? No. No. Excuse me. Read it yourself, man. Figure it out. Really. I'm, I'm just so over it. But do buy the book. <laughs> Morningstar's Tale. Morningstarstale.com. There's a link for Amazon. Yeah. It's available on Amazon. I don't know. Pfizer's CEO downplays monkeypox. Outbreak fears. He said, quote, I wouldn't worry much. Pfizer boss Albert Brulia said he isn't concerned yet about a widening monkeypox outbreak after confirmation of the first stateside case triggered alarm bells this week. Ding, 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 ding. Brulia, who helmed the pharmaceutical giant throughout its development of the Pfizer COVID-19 injection, said Wednesday the monkeypox data he's seen so far is not cause for panic. Quote, I don't have all the information ahead of me with everything I know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry too much. That doesn't mean we should relax. He added, I think we should monitor where the situation goes. Translation, we've already got one in the pipeline. Let's use this. Uh... Hey, Bob. Come here. Yeah, pull out that uh, smallpox vaccine. And uh, tomorrow we'll be getting a shipment of labels that say monkeypox vaccine. Yeah, just put those labels over the smallpox 
Vaccine. It's the same thing. Don't worry about it. Allegedly. Got you covered. Not really. <laughs> On the other end, the Moderna CEO laments throwing out 30 million doses in the garbage because nobody wants them. Moderna CEO Stefan Benkel is complaining about having to throw away 30 million doses of COVID-19 vaccine because nobody wants it. Quote, it's sad to say I'm in the process of throwing 30 million doses in the garbage because nobody wants them. We have a big demand problem, Manchel told an audience at the World Economic Forum, adding that attempts to contact various governments to see if anyone wants to pick up the slack was a total fail. We right now have governments we tried to contact through the embassies in Washington. Every country, nobody wants to take them. The issue in many countries is people don't want the vaccines. That's weird. Why wouldn't anybody want the vaccine? Oh, you mean the operating system. As you admit on your website that it's in fact an operating system and you can load anything you want into it. Yeah. Oh, and the people that get the injection seem to get COVID. But those that don't, don't. I can't imagine why. Does it even exist? Billionaires at war. Elon Musk even feud with Bill Gates by touting article claiming the Microsoft mogul poured millions into a dark money fund targeting him. I don't think Elon Musk likes Bill Gates very much. He and Billy don't get along. Elon Musk has deepened his feud with fellow billionaire Billy, tweeting in response to an article claiming that Gates is funding his critics. Musk on Tuesday tweeted, sigh, in response to a link to a Breitbart article claiming that Gates and the foundation of Gates, Billy Boy, donated hundreds of millions of dollars to numerous groups behind a campaign pushing advertisers to boycott Twitter if Musk takes over. The article says the Gates Foundation donated donated to 11 of 26 signatories of an open letter pushing the boycott, distributing the cash through New Venture Fund and the Tides Foundation, which have been characterized as dark money groups. It follows an escalating feud between Musk and Billy, who recently criticized the Tesla CEO's plan to buy Twitter for $44 billion. Come on, Musk. Don't you know only Billy can buy the media? How much has he spent, allegedly? 250 to $300 million to just, you know, kind of make sure the, uh, the media is on board. Your life being brought to you by Pfizer. U.S. not politically ready for UFO extraterrestrial contact, according to top physicists. How do you pronounce this guy's name? Michio Mikado, I think it is. Uh, he's saying that, well, the public hearing on extraterrestrial and unidentified flying objects, the first one in 50 years, claiming Americans are ready to understand the implications of making contact, but remain politically not ready. He thinks, quote, we are mature enough to be able to understand the implications. He's talking about disclosure. I would be one of the greatest, it would be one of the greatest turning points in history of humanity if one day we find conclusive evidence of extraterrestrial civilizations in our backyard in the Milky Way. Kaku said, but I think 
we're not politically ready for it. I think our politicians are dragging their feet. They're sitting on a pile of videotapes and they haven't released them. I think the government knows a lot more than they let on. According to Kaku, the government couldn't previously rely solely on eyewitness accounts of UFOs. 50 years ago, he says, people concentrated on eyewitness accounts by members of the public who said they saw something in the sky, but that's not enough. Now the government is seeing it, apparently. They can zigzag maneuver, creating G-forces several hundred times the force of gravity. They can drop 70,000 feet within a matter of seconds. And get this, they can even swim underwater. We don't have technologies capable of doing any of those things. What he's missing, because he's an atheist, is that they're not ETs. They're not extraterrestrials. They're interdimensional. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Go ahead, Alec. They're interdimensional demons and black angels. Thank you. Interrupted me for that. Excuse me. Yeah, that's what they are. They're just from another dimension. If you want to read a book that really pulls back the veil on all this, even more than the Book of Enoch, I suggest looking up a book, and you can go to Amazon, The Secret Teachings of the Book of Enoch. I think that's what it's called. Secret Teachings of the Book of I should know, I just read it. Again, in that book in particular, Enoch is shown by the Lord the ten heavens, and God takes him through each different dimension or multiverse or heavens we live in the first heaven of the third dimension on the other side of the firmament dome is the second heaven of the fourth dimension that's where the dark angels the principalities reside so when you pray they talk about it hitting a wall it's hitting the floor and then in the third heaven is where heaven is that is the third heaven of the fifth dimension but God actually rules and reigns according to the secret teachings of the book of Enoch from the 10th heaven. According to that book, there are 10 heavens, 10 different dimensions, each with its own vibrational frequency. String theory is not a theory. So there are multiverses. There are not extraterrestrials. There are interdimensional beings all around us all the time. But we're an AM radio that can't pick up an FM demon. The Perfect Storm. For the past 14 years, it's been my privilege to host the National Intel Report on RBN, to offer a platform to interview exceptional guests, to provoke critical thought, and examine evidence, whether real, fake, or somewhere in between, and allow our audience to call in and participate with your input and questions in order to help us all reach an educated decision and arrive at our own truth. Our world has changed. It's now been turned on its head. Real is now considered fake and mainstream fake is now pushed as real, rather, rather than, than any, any clear, clear thinking, thinking consensus, consensus, or, or rationale. rationale. Those few remaining beacons of light, the ones still shining through the mainstream media lies, propaganda, and deception, are being viciously attacked at every level through attempts at censorship, 
threatening advertisers, jailing hosts, and even killing journalists brave enough to speak the truth to you. We are in a war for our very freedom and existence, and through these despicable acts, freedom haters, collectivists, and communitarians have shown they will stop at nothing to blot out these last few beacons of light. Truth is becoming increasingly more difficult to unmask, just as the term unmasking itself is spoken by those usually anonymous sources. They promote their lies, wishing to mask the truths by ignoring it, vilifying it, or conspiratorializing it into a black hole abyss. Regrettably, RBN has reached the tipping point, and through internal audit and actuarial review, it has now been determined that the only life raft of survival to this network is to go the way of PBS, that being audience-supported. Like a cornered animal, the left with veracity is pulling out all the stops with every effort to effectively blacken our beacon forever. Help us, folks. Help yourselves. Don't let our light stop shining. Our motto has always been, because you can handle the truth. It's time to review your budget, folks. If you want the truth to keep flowing through RBN, go to republicbroadcasting.org and become a regular monthly donor of 30, 40, 50, or 100 or more a month and ensure you keep the truth flowing. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. While we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country... Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. Secrets of Enoch, the book of the Secrets of Enoch. I just read it again. More than just about any book outside of the Bible, it really changed my life. Many of the ideas conveyed in Morningstar's tale were lifted from this book. And by lifted, I mean the same concepts. I'll give you an example. This is from chapter 3. Now, keep in mind, This is God showing Enoch all ten heavens, and he's doing it through angels. Angels are being used as the agents to transport Enoch to each of the heavens and describe what each one does and its function. So in chapter 3, this one in particular talks about an angel taking him into the first heaven. 
It says, It came to pass when Enoch had told his sons that the angels took him on their wings and bore him up to the first heaven and placed him on the clouds. And there I looked, and again I looked higher, and I saw the ether. And they placed me on the first heaven and showed me a very great sea, greater than the earthly sea. In that passage, we learn a couple things. One, Tesla and Enoch seem to be on the same page because both of them talk about ether comprising the main element of the heaven just beyond this heaven, the second heaven of the fourth dimension. And also showed me a very great sea greater than the earthly sea, which would back up the idea and belief that there is actually a dome and an ocean larger than any earthly ocean on the other side of that dome. And it's why I keep hammering home the point that NASA did not and has ever gone nor ever will go to Mars because they can't get past the dome. Chapter 7 says, And those men took me up, he's referring to the angels, and led me to a second heaven and showed me the darkers, the darkness greater than any earthly darkness. And there I saw prisoners hanging, watched, awaiting great and boundless judgment. And these angels were dark-looking, more than earthly darkness, incessantly making weeping sounds. These are the angels that rebelled against God, the watcher angels, and they're being held, according to this, the book of the secrets of Enoch, in the second heaven of the fourth dimension. And that's also where the principalities and uh, powers reside that are talked about in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. And then it talks about Enoch being taken up to the third heaven, which is paradise. And then he goes on. He talks about a place far beyond any other place that is desolate. And it has nothing to do with any of these other heavens. He talks about the fourth dimension, the fourth heaven, and talks all about the movement of the sun. He goes into the fifth, the sixth, and eventually all the way to the tenth heaven. And before he actually gets to meet the Ancient of Days, Michael takes him out of his garment of flesh and anoints him with a new resurrected body so he could actually talk to God without burning up. On the tenth heaven, I saw the appearance of the Lord's face like iron made to glow in fire and brought out emitting sparks and it burns. And I saw the Lord's face, but the Lord's face was marvelous and very awful, very, very terrible. And who am I to tell of the Lord's unspeakable being and his wonderful face? So you have these contradictions occurring throughout the book of the secrets of Enoch, where he's saying it's terrible and it's wonderful in the same sentence. And it's here that the Lord says to the angel Michael, go and take Enoch out of his earthly garments and anoint him with my sweet ointment and put him in the garment of my glory. And he looked at himself, Enoch speaking, and he was as one of the glorious ones. And then an angel was dispatched, and Enoch was given 
blank books. And according to this, the book of the secrets of Enoch, Enoch wrote 366 books in 30 days and brought them back down to earth where he met with his son Methuselah and the rest of his family, gave them the books so they could learn about everything in the universe that God has built and how everything works. Can you imagine in eternity sitting down next to a pile of 366 books and being allowed to understand all of the secrets of the universe? The Perfect Storm. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Extendivite really works. Here's just a few testimonials from Amazon. RL, five stars. Been taking this for two months now. I feel better. Have more energy. April, my husband started taking Extendivite and he said he feels much better and has more energy. EW, need to try. Everyone needs this for their health. Great product, great people. Josie, it works great. This product has made my blood pressure and cholesterol stable. I highly recommend it. JC, great product, has worked well these last few years. To get your Extendivite today, go to Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E.com. Or call us at 1-877-928-8822. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. 
Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution. They're canceling their shows in Vegas for June and July. 74 years old. And I was reading an article about him today. The numerous times, double-digit times, he's been in rehab. And he's going back again at 74. That's one of the things that used to annoy me about AA. And I do owe my life to AA. Well, to God working through AA. But... I would see these people <clears throat> get a chip and then they come back 30 days later and get another one. They end up getting 10 chips. You know, at some point you need to stop applauding for these people, you know, about how brave they are and, and, you know, just do the work. I mean, at 74 years old, you shouldn't be dealing with this issue and all the chances you've had wish you the best, but come on, man, grow up. But your music's great. Excuse me. Yeah, go ahead. It is great. Yeah, it is. I love it. My man, Jeff Berwick, is back with the Dollar Vigilante. In tonight's episode, he talks a little bit about apocalypse and also the speaking skills of slippers. Let's give it a listen. Here's Jeff Berwick, Dollar Vigilante. You know how they have like the Abraham Lincoln speech or whatever, four score and seven years ago. And uh, JFK actually had a pretty good speech saying how he was going to get rid of the CIA. Yeah, so he said that and then this happened. Trump was actually decent because he can actually talk without a teleprompter. I don't know if that's a skill, like, like, like a skill that's like rare nowadays, but apparently it is. Because Biden cannot do it. <laughs> now, here's what drives the driver in the states that are affected. 
Here's what you can do, the drivers. Don't panic, number one. This job, this jobs, the jobs that are going to be created here. Like, I don't know if you notice, like, I have no teleprompter. I can walk around for an hour and talk quite, you know, logically, rationally about various topics. But they asked Joe Biden just one thing, and here's his response. What an order. <laughs> Hello, period, period. He said period. You probably couldn't understand him. He's on so many drugs. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're going to Davos, all flying in on their private jets to talk about climate change and getting rid of carbon emissions. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, Satan Klaus and his little minion, that uh, Yuval Noah Harari. So he's at Davos, I'm sure. He's like one of their favorite people. And uh, he's probably talking about stuff like this. The biggest question, in, in maybe in economics and politics of the coming decades, will be what to do with all these useless people. The problem is more uh, boredom. And how, what to do with them, and how will they find some sense of meaning in life when they are basically meaningless, worthless? My best guess at present is a combination of drugs and computer games as a solution for more. It's already happening. Uh, in, 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 in under different titles, different headings, you see more and more people spending more and more time or uh, uh, solving their inner problems with uh, uh, drugs and computer games, both legal drugs and illegal drugs. You know, he's kind of right. It already is that way. <laughs> Your average person's mostly on some form of drugs, whether that be like meth <laughs> or uh, what's the big one that they're all on now that's killing them all or alcohol or even food. It's basically a drug, to, you know, because it's not really food. It just gives them like sugar highs and all that kind of stuff. But I think the World Economic Forum's even telling old people to kill themselves now. So I think it was Christine Lagarde. Who, who's like saying old people should kill themselves for young people. The earth just cannot handle the sheer number of humans who live here. Something has to give. And I believe that it's up to us who have lived a good life to make sure that our children will have the opportunity to live good lives too. I have lived a good life. 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 Oh, they're hilarious. <laughs> Wasn't the last two and a half years all about saving old people? It obviously wasn't, but that's what they told all the NPCs. It was actually about killing them all with remdesivir. Remdesivir has proven to kill lives. I said since May 2020, remdesivir will result with at least 30% deaths of everyone who receives that drug in a hospital for five to 10 days. I got Thomas Renz to pull the CMS data. You know, for the state of New York, I just decided to run it in New York. I wanted to know Medicare-aged patients. What's the percentage of death of those who received remdesivir for its five-day protocol? 26.9% of them died. And do you know right now that remdesivir, as of October 2020, was found by the Cardiovascular Toxicology Journal that it actually causes death of heart cells and is cardiotoxic and can lead to cardiac arrest? 
That was in October. December 16th, your FDA, I'm sorry, your NIH with Anthony Fauci there, decided to update now all guidelines for treatment drugs allowed and approved for COVID-19 Americans. Guess what's the only listed drug FDA approved for hospitalized Americans? Remdesivir. When it is published by the World Health Organization to cause increased acute kidney failure compared to all other drugs being used in the world when treating COVID-19. And that was published in April of last year. So you have kidney failure, liver failure, now heart failure being caused by remdesivir, published to do so. Two months later, your NIH, the FDA, still sits back and goes, this is the only approved drug for hospitalized COVID-19 patients. You know what's more disgusting? January 21st of this year, the FDA extended an emergency use authorization and said there's now only one authorized medication that can be pumped into the veins of all newborns in this country to 18-year-old pediatric age-ranged children, starting with seven-pound newborns. Guess what the only authorized drug to treat COVID-19 children is now? In hospitals and outside, remdesivir. And, like, not feeding them in, like, old folks' home in Canada and, like, starving them to death and not giving them water. So they died. And now they're like... You know, maybe the old people should just kill themselves. And people are like, yeah, that's a pretty good idea. <laughs> oh, gotta love it. But Harari's like, what are we going to do with these people? Let's get them all just on video games and drugs. <laughs> and that's basically what they're doing. Metaverse. The best way to keep a prisoner from escaping is to make sure he never knows he's in prison. I used to go to Bilderberg all the time with Luke Radowski and Dan Dix of Press for Truth. Along with Luke Radowski of We Are Change and Dan Dix of Press for Truth, I infiltrated the conference last year. We were surprised to find the entire White House press corps staying in the Bilderberg Hotel in Austria. We wondered if Bilderberg was finally going to be more transparent. We asked them if they were there to cover the Bilderberg conference and they said they had never heard of it. And uh, we'd always get like arrested <laughs> and stuff like that. But I think they canceled it, and probably partially because of what we were doing. And I guess now the big thing is the Davos thing, which, you know, Klaus Schwab was always, he's like, I think he was like the director of Bilderberg anyway. So Davos is really just Bilderberg. <laughs> and, and that's really what it was. And it looks like that's what it is again. And it's, it's very similar because you have like some like the New York Times and all these people, they all go there. But they're not there to, like, expose what's going on. They're there because they're a part of it. Rebecca, how are you doing from the New York Times? Can I ask you a quick question? It's Avi from Rebel News. How is the public meant to believe that the New York Times is here to actually ask the tough questions when you're here as an invited guest? How are people meant to rely on the mainstream media? We have... If you wouldn't mind, we're just having That's a... Just if you could give us, you know, thank you. No, you don't want to explain to people why we should trust the mainstream media? No? Of course, no comment. There we go. So that's the point here is in Davos you have the mainstream media that are not here to report the truth. They are here as part of the event. Invited guests with their white name tags. That's like a super spreader event at Davos. Super monkeypox spreader. <laughs> Uh, it's Schwab's Cocoa Pox. Just like a COVID, COVID's crisis, 
but with blisters. Reminds me of a movie. Dustin Hoffman, Rene Russo, Morgan Freeman. Outbreak. Try to remain calm. The animal carries a deadly virus. And the greatest medical crisis in the world is about to happen. Oh, how did they know? Here's basically the evolution of man now from... Well, this is totally not true, by the way. <laughs> evolution is total bullshit. There's no proof of it. Do you have any proof of it? No. <laughs> but it's an idea. So we all came from apes, and before that we all came from like rats, and before that we were all just amoebas. It makes no sense, but <laughs> if you're into scientism... It's, yeah, of course that's the way it is. So here's, you know, from their perspective, we were like apes and then gorillas and then cavemen guys. And then guys more closer to us today. And then lethally injected, carrying around Ukraine flags. And we're back to monkey again. Monkey pox? So we're not playing Ukraine anymore? I know, it's hard to keep up. I can barely keep up about what the big thing to be all scared of is, like, they're doing like a new one almost every day now. <laughs> oh man, it's too funny. So, what is the slang meaning of monkey? A person who is mocked, duped, or made to appear a fool. Ah, so, so now it's the monkey pox. But <laughs> we get to see all these like in-between psyops now. It's uh, been interesting to see. So they had to tie the monkey pox in with Russia somehow, right? Like they just had to. Russia planned to use monkeypox as a bioweapon, report warned. There we go. And they're moving so fast on it. Like, hardly anyone heard the word monkeypox before until, like, last week. And they've already got vaccines. Joe Biden's already bought some. The first case of monkeypox this year in the U.S. has been detected on the East Coast. Health leaders say a man in Massachusetts tested positive for the disease. They say that he recently traveled to Canada. And a few other cases of the illness have been reported this month in Europe. Symptoms begin similar to the flu and then lead to rashes and swelling on the body. Two cases were reported last year in Texas and Maryland from people who had traveled to Nigeria. And they already got the test, the PCR tests, which aren't even tests. <laughs> but they can now test for the monkeypox. Guys, this is, this is not a joke. Uh, I just did a rapid test for monkeypox. And uh, it looks like I'm positive i have no symptoms so it seems very bizarre that i would be positive but well i should say that no one had heard about monkeypox but we were talking about it a year ago this is a, a vlog or a blog written about our video uh from july 21st 2021 so about a year ago beta delta vaccines or monkeypox choose your poison you're probably saying jeff you illuminati you globalist you're in on all this stuff. That's how you knew. Nah, they, they drop hints all the time. We just pay attention. Here's an opinion piece from, I believe, the New York Times from June of 2003, almost 20 years ago. The outbreak of monkeypox in individuals who have handled exotic pets in the upper Midwest and Northeast poses little danger to the general population. There is no evidence that it has spread from one human to another, but it, if it is not contained, the disease could become rooted in animal population in the country. The monkeypox warning. Well, this is how monkeypox is spread. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You act like monkeys are just as open as waiting for people to fuck them, man. It's but then the monkeys don't want to be fucked by people. Think about it. Think how hard it would be to catch a monkey and fuck it. That's ridiculous. That's how it had to go down. Do you think you're just going to walk up to them in the woods 
and bribe this nigga with uh, fruits and bananas. Hey, buddy. Hey. Yeah. There you go, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. There you go, your big bright red ass. How strong a monkey is, but rip your dick off like the celery stalk. Throw that shit in the tall grass to never be seen again. Breaking news the cause of the monkeypox outbreak has been identified. Ah, uh, kill you, sly bastard. You know, we'll have to prepare for the next one. That, you know, I'd say is, uh, will get attention this time. Yeah, it's the monkey poxalypse. <laughs> Actually, it should be more named money pox because that's just more money for kill. He already sold like $100 million worth of vaccines for something that also doesn't really exist. I'm Bill Gates and I'm a deceiver. What do you think about that, Lucky? Uh, he, he doesn't talk. He just does lots of runs. He, he's having a great time. It's actually pretty nice out here. I'm having a nice time too. Oh, he's finally taking a break. That's about time, Lucky. <laughs> well, yeah, they already had the monkeypox vax all ready to go. What a, what a surprise. It's amazing how many vaccines they can always have at the ready. So U.S. purchased monkeypox vax a week ago. World is about to sign a treaty with the World Health Organization, giving them full control during a health, health emergency. Kill Gates warned us about the next one. Monkeypox now making headlines. A conspiracy theorist may posit that these things are related. Time for your monkeypox vaccination. So the real question is, is this going to be like a big deal or not? It looks like it kind of is. I don't know how the, how is everyone going to get all ups worried about monkeypox? Like, like if they just called it chicken pox, a different animal pox, people would be like, ah, I'm not that worried about the chicken pox, but monkeypox. And not that many people are going to have blisters and stuff unless they somehow do it with the lethal injections. So I don't know how they're going to keep this going, but we know one thing. They already planned for it. A globalist simulation exercise in 2021 used May 15th, 2022 as a theoretical arrival date of, drumroll please, a monkeypox epidemic. Yeah, just like Event 201. <laughs> They've already planned this all out. And... You know, that was like last year, like a long time ago. And they actually gave a date. They said on May 15th, not May 14th, not May 13th or 12th, May 15th, which is pretty much the exact date that most people heard about monkeypox. And all of a sudden there's a monkeypox epidemic. It's just, these, these people are so smart. They just know what's going to happen in the future down to the date so they had their exercise, their event 201 for the monkeypox last year. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. But here's one interesting part. So they say by the end of 2023, so the end of next year, the document predicts 271 million deaths from the monkeypox. So that's interesting. So what I think this is basically is a lot of people, there's going to be hundreds of millions of people dying over the next year or two. Like, it's getting pretty crazy. There was a Brooklyn Marathon or something 
Like dozens of people all had heart attacks during it. One guy right at the finish line. Like, so they're gonna have to say it's the monkeypox. But monkeypox, one of its symptoms, I'm pretty sure isn't heart attacks, but you know, NPCs, it doesn't matter. So they're probably trying to say it's going to be the monkeypox that's killing all these people. So that's gonna get interesting. They've already got monkeypox vaccines. <laughs> like, I'm sure there's people just lining up right now for it. They've already injected themselves like three or four times with this totally toxic substance that changes your DNA and causes heart attacks and blood clots. And they probably got their flu shot while they were there, right? Why, might, might as well, right? And now they're going to go get their monkey. I can't wait to see what the monkeypox vaccine does. Oh man, this is going to get interesting. Well, it's good though. The Wuhan Institute of Virology actually knew this was going to happen. I don't know how. I really don't but they're so smart, all these people are so smart, that a few months ago, the Wuhan Institute of Virology assembled monkeypox strains so they'd be able to conduct PCR tests with the virus in the future. Oh, thank goodness we got the World Health Organization and the Wuhan Institute of Virology out there, like getting ahead of these things for us, right? To protect us. <laughs> like monkeypox has been around forever and it's not like a thing, like it's, it's I think it actually is real, so that's different than the COVIDs. But it's like so not dangerous. It's been around for decades. Like there was a monkeypox article from 20 years ago. A bunch of people had in the US. Did they shut everything down? Was there a big panic? Was the president all talking about it? Was he buying vaccines? No, no one cared because <laughs> it's not a big deal. But it's amazing to look at where monkeypox has been detected. It's pretty much every country that doesn't have monkeys. <laughs> And does anyone want to guess which countries? Canada, US, Australia, all of Europe, nowhere else. Oh, what a surprise. The controlled demolition of the American empire or the West happening right there. And they're having a hard time getting like stuff to like get people worried about. So in the UK, they said four guys had it. Mysterious monkeypox alerts England. Gay and bisexual men warned as four new cases discovered. So you might be like, why are they warning gay and bisexual men? Well, the four guys who got it, in the article it says they all had sex with each other. <laughs> well, they might have something worse than the monkeypox, really, but... So, are they trying to turn this into AIDS again? Because now everyone's going to have AIDS because of the lethal injections. So are we going, like, just right back to the gay people with AIDS again? Scientists still say AIDS started because somebody had sex with a monkey. Word. <laughs> After all this research, this is the best explanation that you came up with, mother... Nobody fucks monkeys and people, you idiot. You either fuck monkeys or you fuck people. That's it. There's no in-between. You're not gonna get some monkey pussy on Tuesday and then be like, oh, let me call Charlene on Thursday. No. Once you fuck a monkey, that's a firm decision. I'm out of the human pussy. It destroys your T cell function, natural killer cell function and also suppresses tumor suppressors by taking the brakes off cancer. Or another way of saying it, it's an acquired, because it wasn't there before, so it was acquired, immune 
deficiency. Simple. AIDS. So it's a vaccine-induced AIDS. Everyone has AIDS. And so this is the end of our story. And everyone is dead from AIDS. It took from me my best friend, my only true pal, my only bright star. He died in well, I'm gonna march on Washington, lead the fight and charge the brigades. There's a hero inside of all of us. I'll make them see everyone has AIDS. My father, AIDS. My sister, AIDS. My uncle and my cousin and her best friend. AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. The gays and the straights and the whites and the spades. Everyone has AIDS. My grandma and my dog are blue. AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. The pump has got it and so do you. AIDS, 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 AIDS. Come on, everybody, we got quilting to do. AIDS, 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 We're gonna AIDS. break down these barricades. Everyone has AIDS, 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 I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation, but today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. 417-932-6419. You're listening to Real Talk Radio, only on the Republic Broadcasting Network.